Chopper Soup Convos, we back. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, get up. What's going on out there, man? Not much, man. You know, just maintaining, staying on my grind. Shit ain't easy, but it is what it is. Somebody got to do it. I dig that. Now, this weekend, you had an event, man. How did it go? It went pretty good, man. It was a, a birthday party. Um, 40 years old, a young lady um, from Maryland. She wanted like an R&B and soul vibe. So that was pretty interesting and fun to do. So, you know, I hit them with a lot of early 2000s, 90s, like Rough Ends and Next. And, um, you know what I mean? Those kind of vibes. Um, Mary J. Blige, Real Love Remix. You know what I mean? I kept it real fun. I dropped a few 80s classics here and there. Since they was from Maryland and D.C., you know, I had to hit, and she was 40, I had to hit it with the Junkyard Band, Rare Essence. That's always a cheat code. If you DJ for anybody that's from, like, Maryland or D.C., you can just play go-go for, like, 10 minutes and take a break. It's cheap, automatic cheat code. You know what I mean? Of course, some Backyard Band, too. You know what I mean? They kind of older in age. But there was, a, there was a lot of young people our age there, too. So once the party got started, you know what I mean? I had to play that. I just want to rock all that kind of shit. It was it was very fun, very dope. They kept me they kept me fed, kept me um um quenched, you know what I'm saying? And uh it was real, it was tight. And I um gave out like five business cards, so that was dope. Uh, somebody wanted me to do an event for them in May, but I'm not gonna be in town during that weekend. So but it was it was very successful and it was very fun. Did you play any Joe? Nah. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I want to keep it like what more, type of R&B party is this? I want to keep it more up-tempo. You know what I mean? I didn't want to oh, slow down too I, much. I'm trying to think of some of the slow shit I might have played. Um, I play like Jodeci, Come and Talk to Me. Uh, yeah, okay. That, 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 that goes without saying. No, I don't know about the play. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> hey, man, have you seen know. how we walk down on the shorty? It's not a wedding. I'm not playing that. <laughs> hey, man, that's a Dirty Mac anthem. He's Dirty Macking? Yeah, what? She yeah. has a man? <laughs> mm. But you know, I had to play a Diddy Bop stuff. True, true. Play that Horace Brown. Um, I thought you said Horace Grant. I was like, whoa, you playing his track? I didn't even know he had a track. Things We Do For Love. That's like the underrated bop like, that people totally forget about. You probably don't even know about it. Jay-Z's on it, though. Yeah, I've heard it before. I, I, you know Joe Budden and them, they play that stuff. Uh-uh, they play that kind of stuff? Yeah, I haven't listened to them in a while, though. I think I'm kind of cool with New York content for a while. I thought you said there was that one radio people that was pretty dope. Radio? I'm trying to think who. Said that underground. Or the radio. Um, I don't know. Maybe their name has radio. Table. I think their name has radio in it. You said they're underground. They're from New York, but they're dope. They're, you wanted me to check them out. You said they're like a better version of No Jumper, I think, maybe. I don't know. Oh, the on the radar people? Radar. Radar. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. They be having the, the kids, the new kids over there doing their thing. But yeah, 
It's interesting. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm going to be going to one of these events with Jamal soon. We're going to have pre-game, post-game interviews. Might interview him right during the joint. No, you really will. You really definitely will. Only reason why I didn't invite you to this one is because she was 40. So, I mean, you still would have enjoyed yourself. But um, there were some there were some things up in there. Man, I, I, I met a friend, you know what I'm saying? She lives in New York. Word. She's, she's a dancer. She's beautiful. She kept coming up to my booth saying stuff. You know, so <laughs> I connected with her. And, you know, I mean, got some information. But um, Connect yeah, there was there was some right. things up in there, man. That's but, um, yeah, you would have definitely enjoyed yourself too. And they had a three sixty camera. I mean, they had a stage. You know, what I mean, I had my. Own, I didn't even have to host. I had to do hosting for me. You Whoa, know, did he did he hit the ha <laughs> He hit all that shit. He was doing. He admitted that he was on ecstasy and apologized. I think like his mom or something. <laughs> like, yeah, it was getting kind of. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Shout out to him, man. You remember his name? Nah, I don't. But he was like a like a T Pain looking nigga with nose ring. <laughs> that's tight. <laughs> no doubt. And then when I played the go-go, this one old head just got too much in his bag and kept making too many requests. You got to uh, play the uh, Huckabucks joint. Oh, Huckabucks. Uh, I'm like, all right, bro, get out of here, man. <laughs> I just did 10 minutes of go-go. Like, no, nah, we can't go for longer. I, I can't let y'all just stay in that vibe too long. I got to get out of here. I got to bust a U-turn real quick. That's crazy. He didn't want to play go go too long or Joe. Come on, man. Nah, it was crazy when I played same damn time because I because <laughs> she like kind of like I mean I should have expected it but I was ready for it anyways. It didn't matter after after a certain point she was like all right like we can like just totally just turn up now like you know what I mean I play no more and be shit so I was kind of like free I was like I always freestyle anyways but I was super freestyling at the end when I played same damn time you would you would have thought that shit was new yeah. Like niggas, they was going crazy. Like I was like, damn. Like this track still does this to people. <laughs> of course, gelato had niggas size. Like, you know what I mean? They love like niggas love Dolph. Like Dolph was very loved, rest in peace. Yeah. Very, very loved. That's hilarious, man. That's tight. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like it's like an experiment just seeing what how people react to certain music and shit. It's it's real dope. Word. Hold on, what? What is this? I'm seeing a clip of Jadakiss putting his uh, chain around a white artist named Millie's. I saw something like that. I didn't know what was. I just saw Jadakiss <laughs> chain. And I just kept scrolling. You would have put a chain on on that white man. Um, only time I put a chain on a white guy is if I was like in the NFL and my quarterback went off, like how they did Kirk Cousins. Whoa, but that was a team chain. Oh, never mind. People were giving them his real chain, right? Yeah, they were all they he had like 12 <laughs> chains on just to like fuck up the next game. That's what's up. That's the beautiful thing about football, man. You you the man for that week until hey, sorry. Not the beautiful that week, the beautiful thing about football. Yeah. It is beautiful that way. Like, you know what I mean? I love, love you know, I mean, I'm you know, I've been hating on the NBA lately, but um, I'm sorry, though. By the way, I have to apologize once again. I'm getting beat up. Allegedly, I didn't know the little Kim and Beyonce had beef. Oh Lord! And now, one shorty said I have to listen to Beyonce's whole discography with her because Damn. Beyonce is one of the greatest artists ever. And as yeah. a music lover, I need to get hip now. 
You do, especially that. So, yeah, I'm about to listen to a lot of Beyonce and watch a lot of footage and get brainwashed. I mean, uh, learn about her gifts. Can't wait till you play that. I'd rather be with I can't wait till you play her cover. I'd rather be with you. That's my shit, man. That's my shit. I'd be, I'd be it's anything like before I let go. I don't know. Hell no, I'd be bumping that shit by myself. Dude, well, you're a Beyonce fan. That's why that's why you're a progressive brother. You you were a Beyonce fan and a Nikki fan showing love to women artists before it was trendy for men to do that. So I, I respect that. You know, I'd rather be with you. She kills that shit. Do you think think that this evolution that we're going to see from Beyonce on this tour, do you think you'll be able to go and watch it? You're a big timer. Hell, I could, but I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Why do you laugh like that? Remember I saw them tickets at FedEx. I I looked in just for a second. This was before they dropped the prices because there was like some like stock X reseller prices first. And then, <laughs> then they did like the local like prices for regular, like for, to make it for normal people. But them first prices, dog, I looked at the very, very like the most top seat in FedEx field, like literally the highest seat. That shit was like twelve hundred. I was like, shit, you're right. <laughs> people are paying. If you want to get on the field like I was for the weekend show. And then, and by the way, that show is gonna have has a um documentary on HBO of that tour that yeah. I, can't, I can't wait to watch that show. Word. But um, if you want to get on the field for Beyonce, you at least spend like twenty, probably like more. I'm probably like lowballing it, but there were like front, like in the first section of the stadium, them shits was like ten thousand. So no, nah, I won't be seeing Beyonce yet. When I get into like a real like crazy like relationship where i'm probably gonna marry this woman type shit or we've been going strong for like a year or two i'll, I'll get me and my girl some beyonce tickets oh you know what i should have got them for my mom for real stuff like that that's the only way i mean i might not go myself but i'll do shit like that like you know what i mean but nah i ain't going oh, man. i mean so- I, I, i'm not even going to something in the water so you know i'm not going to be well we we probably will go with our passes but yeah we'll see what happens with this 360 because they they crazy man they ain't doing nothing man hey pharrell took that louis job and said i'll see y'all later see that's why hey man you can have him on your team by the way because like you said it is fun to add free agent signings and you're right it is cool to look at all the things artists do and not just focus on music because if it was just music wouldn't be as fun but <laughs> my artists are focusing on the music right now i got a sh- i got my my baby boo rihanna booked at the academy awards aka the oscars we're oh, gonna try to we're gonna try to get some payola and get her an award you know she about to do that sleepy ass black yeah pants. that you know it and then um i got my boys j cole and drake they co-headlining at the dreamville fest you know so we're gonna do our thing man we're doing concerts right now what's your label on right now jamal shit my label well you know the weekend got his hbl uh special coming out yeah and he looks like uh i guess rolling stone tried to pan the tv show he's about to put out on hbo Damn. it means like end it no pan like they saying it's not gonna be that hot. Not the concert joint, the actual TV show he's doing called why The Idol or something. Damn, why is Rolling Stone hating? 
well, you know, hey, they give opinions. And then The weekend got his feelings hurt and said uh, Rolling Stones are relevant. Well, Tim, she just uh, did something at the All-Star Weekend. Um, for some reason, it's weird. They didn't really play, like, their most popular songs, which isn't bad, but... <laughs> they in Utah. They, yeah, that's what I was thinking. They wouldn't about. know who the, who it was anyways, man. Yeah, that was interesting to me because um, Rema, um, Burner Boy, and Tim's performed. You know what I'm saying? Glorilla just did her shit at the um, Grammys, even though she just got her wig snatched off, but she threw it back in the um, crowd. I'm also... I'm actually um ready to um drop somebody as well and pick up someone else. Whoa. <laughs> live, live on air right now. Go ahead. I'm dropping Bad Bunny as my international artist. Oh. I'm, I'm making Tim's my um international artist. Okay. And for my R&B um slot, I'm picking up Beyoncé. Okay. That's yep. what's up. I feel like she's going to do something this year besides for the tour. So I'm 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 having B on my team. Do you think she would put out another album while being on tour? Yes, I kind of feel like she's gonna do something crazy. I just don't. I feel like <laughs> you know she's getting older. Well, you don't think she has as much time? Why you say it like that? I just feel like she's just like hungry for some shit. Oh uh, man, what do you think about you know this decision that people have made? with this club renaissance how come you never just went to a function and just played her album from beginning to end and look straight you're not allowed to do that as a dj i'm not doing that it's boring <laughs> why don't you just hook up a fucking ipod if you want that to happen whoa i mean hey like what the hell is that about <laughs> whoa you don't like that no people was doing that remember one album like yeah, maybe her whole, dis yeah, her whole discography Nah, they was playing that one album over and over again. You didn't see that? Remember the Club Renaissance footage last year? The type of shit I want to do is, and I mean, I would be annoyed if somebody stole it. I wouldn't care that much. I want to do a fucking Soldier Rags party where I play nothing but No Limit shit, like Cash Money and, and uh, the New Orleans shit, like Cash Money and New Orleans, uh, No Limit. Well, the gotta, Bad Bunch boys are going to actually get in. You gotta have a uh, Reeboks and Jabos on. I'm playing number bounce music, no limit, and cash money. The whole party. Okay, that's what's Chop, up. Chopper style, all that hot girl, wobble wobble. Let me see you shake it, shake it, all that shit. That's I had an idea a couple years ago that you could have a dope concert, or yeah, like a dope party, just playing future music because he has so much music. And I had an idea to have like different days be different eras and, you know, different zones. So like, yeah, when you have ideas like that, yeah, especially with New Orleans, you can really spread it out, but you can't do how much jiggy can it get in Northern Virginia or DC? I feel like you got to go to like Atlanta, Memphis and actually New Orleans for it to really fully get appreciated. Nah, if you're with the right people who have, the right like following and the right like friends who like kind of take their word i know a, a crowd right now that would that could do well with that especially if you had like three different djs having each of their own set and like i said if you add in the bounce music element that completely evens the playing field it's not just going to be like no street shit it's going to be bounce music shaking ass shit like um you like especially if you have like a girl dj she might play like um 
Big Frida or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so much you can do with New Orleans shit. And, like, so much. There's just so much you can do with New Orleans as a city for a party. It'll be fun and shit. It'll be like a early 2000s, late 90s party all wrapped into one, but on some New Orleans ass-shaking shit. Because they're really the twerk kings, for real, if you think about it. Word. Miami Miami gets a lot of that credit, but New Orleans is a, uh, is a twerk city. Word. I think they made up the word twerk, as a matter of fact. Hmm. Well, we'll do some research on that. They've been saying, like, twerk, 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 that yeah. Like, in that bounce music shit, they've been saying that shit. Just like Philly has been saying, John, since the, set, since the like, the 1800s. I actually hate on that shit. I don't like that shit. That shit sounds stupid. I like junk better. I mean, yeah, you can like the DC version of it, but you got to admit it is Phillies. I guess. I mean, it, yeah, it is there. They can have it. It is theirs. I'm just saying, everybody it. says junk. I was reading a book. I'm reading a book right now. Shout out all my people out there. March is Reading Awareness Month, a.k.a. National Reading Month. So get your read on. I'm on my third book of 2023. Number four is on the way. Listen to the last Dan to follow along with me. Anywho, you know, you got to just get your mind right, man. I don't know. I feel like a lot of times eh, when you try to do certain things, it can get cloudy. But hey, man, just stay in the zone. But let me ask you this, because you, you brought it to my attention. I didn't even know they put out the lineup. You go into Broccoli City? Yes. <laughs> Uh, a girl I know, she said that the joint was whack too, so probably not. What do you uh, mean, probably not? It looks like DC people will like this. Jasmine, oh, yeah, you know, they Uzi City Girls, Remo, yeah, they're gonna, they gonna like it. But a girl, Ice Spice, Mark a girl, who's from, girl who's from DC said the joint looked whack. I didn't think it was that bad. Corinne, yeah, it don't look that bad. Asake, Glorilla, Chloe, Coco yeah. Jones, Lola Brooke, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it don't. That trail, that's nice. Backyard yeah. band, UCB, TCB, reaction, TOB. Come on, man. Yeah, it looks looks pretty good to me, honestly. Um, I won't be there, but you know, it looks cool. And it's at the RFK Festival grounds. That's pretty dope. I hope it's like on the field. Yeah, maybe so. Cause I have like a thing. I'm like against parking lot festivals. <laughs> I want it to be grass. I don't want to be in a fucking concrete parking lot. Like that shit is whack to me. Oh, but um. I mean, I could. I feel like these tickets are gonna be cheap as shit. I could probably make a quick appearance. Why not? But I'm not pressed to go here at all, honestly. I might just go just because there's something happening in the city. Finesse two times is gonna be there. That's funny. Oh yeah, that's your big brother. That's gonna be funny. Rem is gonna be there. Whoa, whoa. Dang, that's he's the only um. Oh no, he's not the only um Afrobeats person. <laughs> yeah, Sake the King is there. Yeah. Are you going? No. <laughs> Why not, man? You what's up? What's up with you in uh DC, man? You don't respect the city? Nah, nothing like that. I just don't care about concerts like that. <laughs> I, I don't know why that happened to me too i really don't either this year i never really cared about concerts like that i like listening to the music because i'm a rap fan and i know rap in the modern era it's not as good as the live form how it used to be in the 80s 90s and early 2000s all niggas do is rap over their own vocals so <laughs> i don't care about that that's why i said years ago the only shows i would go to is like Nas, like real artists, 
Shout out to Quincy. I was rapping to him the other day. He was at, he was in the building when Nas had his sold out show in Madison Square Garden. Said that was the top five show he'd ever been to. Like I would go to that because Nas is a real performer. But nah, and a legacy act. Yeah, I don't really care about festival uh, festivals as much, especially at my age. I'm 32. I ain't standing nowhere, so I'd have to be VIP, relaxed, and then. Festival joints. I don't really fool with all of y'all music, so <laughs> I'm relaxed. Yeah, yeah, same. It would have to be like a destination festival for me to go to. Word. Like California or some shit, or like, because I went to Made in America. That joint was like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't better than something in the water. Wasn't better than Rolling Loud. So when I was in Philly, Philly was dope, though. Philly was dope city, man. I actually liked Philly a lot. People act like Philly's so mean to me it really is a city of brotherly love like philly got some cool ass people you just as long as you yourself and you just come correct like they treat you like as as you are like they cool as shit i learned a lot about the city i got a lot of good pointers and directions and where to go for this and that all from the natives and shit so it was cool as fuck to me and they real diehard eagles fans too that was pretty fun fun to see yeah, that eagle, that, that eagle shit goes everywhere with them. <laughs> fly eagles fly, cry eagles cry. But I fuck with the eagles though. They, oh they yeah, I forgot you have to defend your brother. Jay won already. Well, what, why you got to be mad at the or laugh at the eagles for? No, I mean, I mean, I don't know because because oh, I, I grew up in uh, uh, Commander's country, so I still know how to laugh. I still know how to laugh at the eagles. You know what I'm saying? But everybody laughs at the commanders. <laughs> they've been booed. How can they laugh at? They've never been able to laugh at anybody in their division. They've been the worst. But I have life. Cowboys fans in my family. So you think they respect the Eagles that much? <laughs> yeah, and I've seen the Eagles be uh, you're from Commanders land, and I'm like, the Commanders have always been the worst. They're the I'm, jokes. Of the I, I grew up in Commanders country with Whoa. Cowboys fans in my family, so I can hate on anybody in the NFC East very well. It comes natural to me. You are, you should be a cowboy. That is true. Yeah, but I'm not. So, <laughs> lost with no team, just just floating around, hoping Lamar a, gets a job. Right. I'm a Raven, man. Even if Lamar leaves, boy, I'm you a, a chief. I'm a Raven, man. Be more, I, man. I, That's the real dirty birds. Yeah, you're right. He ain't doing nothing no more. All right, man. Let's get into your topic. You you got a theory. And I don't even think it's really a theory. I think it's you're looking at it in a different way. But go ahead, man. Introduce it. Basically, I just want to know. In rap music, are there really so many artists who've been able to like totally elevate themselves to another level? Or like do most of them kind of just stay the same and stuck? I feel like most of them stay stuck like um we saw future elevate himself to another level when ds2 came out um but i would say like i don't think we've really seen uzi do that um migos somebody might be able to argue they have i believe people think that jay-z elevated himself to another a certain level um did dmx elevate himself to a higher level you know what i mean so and i feel like um 
it's harder for like street rappers to do it. Even though once again we've seen Wayne go from like wobbly wobbly dropping like it's hot to like Carter One, Carter Two, Carter Three Wayne. Um I would I feel like people probably think Kendrick elevated himself to another level. So cause I know that like you you kind of your hate for Larry June is you don't feel like he's really elevated himself. You feel like he kind of does the same thing. And yeah, he it's a, not that special. He does the he same thing over and over again. He doesn't have a mag, uh, a magnum opus. Yeah, he's not even like, shout out to Young Nudie. He just put out gumbo. He can do whatever he wants. He gave me Nudie Land and Slimeer. And uh, what's the joint? Uh, damn, Slimeball 2, like... Hey man, he has standout projects. Larry June, I don't know. I'm not a fan, but just don't be sounding tight. That's why I feel like he went to go link up with Alchemist because he wants to make a defining project in his career. But I'm like, eh, Alchemist. You just Larry June's has a lot of good projects though. Like, yeah, I'm he has not more good projects. He does. He has more. He has more good projects than Nudie to me. Maybe he does, but like I said, they all sound the same. Nothing stands out. He don't have no, like I said, he don't got no Slimeer, Nudie Land 2, or sorry, Nudie Land and Slimeball 2. I know he don't. I've listened to people that they saw this is the best. I'm like, huh? Sound like the last one. I'm like, all right, is his uncle going to talk again? Nudie's music does not sound as different from each other as you're trying to make it sound like. Hey, man, I'm, like I said, you got your own opinion, but Nudie is the best beat picker in rap. Gumbo, shout out Coop. That brother's a great producer. Nudie, you found another one. Like Kanye elevated. He only has one beat on the joint uh, with the joint with Key Glock. But yeah, that project's fire. Like, hey, that's the difference. I think Nudie, his gift is he can identify talent and certain producers and then, hey, they can maximize each other, grow with each other. But does Nudie have like a... a While a Larry, he has to work with established artists that are producers that already have a brand like Cardo, Alchemist, and then... Does Nudie have a hit? Profile to go up. Like, does Nudie have like a top 20 hit? Top 20 hit? No. Yeah, so has he really ever like elevated to another level? Yeah, because his music did so well he has a major label deal and he gets to put out whatever he wants whenever he wants he doesn't have to conform to the system and because he was able to just be himself he got to work with dreamville for example and you know they put him on down bad that's a platinum single um ea with 21 eventually went platinum and then he has hell show that's a gold single so he has plaques so just doing his regular thing like Larry, for example, you, we know he's underground, so he doesn't have plaques. But I mean, with Nudie, Hell Shell, and EA, those are songs he put out independently. And, you know, throughout the years, they've become respectively gold and platinum. So, yeah, he does his thing. And he's able to just be in his own world and put out music whenever. And then even on the Umbrella joint, on the Metro album, people like his verse a lot. Cause he did go off. Like that's the thing that he can do that. Hey, I can get different selective features and get placements and just do my thing. I can be myself. I don't have to conform or yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I think it's a like a not really good comparison to compare Nudie to Larry June, though. Because hey, they both because Larry June is from the West Coast. Like nobody from the West Coast can do can so, even do so basically do anything. They, so yeah, they just stink at making mainstream music or trying to go. Yeah, to they can't. The only they only have Kendrick <laughs> and Tyler. They can't like nobody. They're too well. Larry uh, culture stayed is in too, Georgia more. Larry, the culture is in too Georgia different. for like eight years. He should have stayed in Georgia if you wanted to learn how to go. The culture is too different from the rest of the country. Like DC, New York, um, Philly, Cleveland can all relate to Atlanta more than we can relate to anything on the West Coast as far as dressing wise, lingo, music, sounds, all that. Like the West Coast is like on an island. They can't really, the only people they can really relate to is like Portland, Washington. Arizona, Colorado, shit like that. But Texas, all through the whole South to Virginia, even New York, all that can like relate to each other more. So I feel like Nudie and Larry is not really a good example, but I still like I love I like Nudie. I fuck with Nudie heavy, but I still don't think that I think he's gonna be where he's at the whole time. Like I don't but my point is that I don't think that many rappers really get elevated to a big level all the time like do you think uzi's elevated himself to like a certain level yeah now like has he dropped an album to you that's like that album uh yeah ea was until the pandemic happened i think if the pandemic didn't happen and he got to go on tour and do stuff ea would have been the album that put him to the next level but then wasn't able to do that COVID. And now I think I love that album. come back again with this. I just want to rock. Now he's reinvented himself as a dancer, but he's always been a dancer. Now he has an actual dance smash hit song. So yeah, that's the reinvention right there. And now he's experimenting with the plug and B sound, the new underground wave. So I think this album he's about to do is going to reinvent his sound and his style. So, yeah, it happens. I mean, Yachty is reinventing himself right now. He just put out an alternative album. Mm-hmm. People take him seriously. So, yeah, it happens all the time in rap. Ross but, has done it. But that's the thing. I don't even look at it as, as most of the time it's not reinvented. It's just artists getting Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about mostly like Elevate, elevate. really. I'm really saying like Elevate, not necessarily. So that's, what, that's what it like, is. Has Currency ever done it to you? Yeah, if you look at what currency was in 2005 compared to 2009, compared to like 2011, 2012, he did get bigger. And a part of him getting bigger, Alchemist even said it himself. He was dead until he did Covert Coop. Covert Coop woke him up to a new generation. So yeah, Alchemist definitely used currency and vice versa. And then they came up together. And then even with Wiz, he'll say it himself. He was a, doing his thing in the underground, but when he did How Fly with Currency and recalibrated his sound and his style, he elevated. They both went up. So, yeah, artists do get better and get more popular as time gets on. But that's just the natural history, I think, of music. It's only sometimes in rap that people peak at their first album. That happens a lot yeah. in the past, but not anymore because of the way... The industry is set up. Nobody's in the last 10 years. What rapper's first album is their best album? Maybe only Kendrick. Roddy Rich. Yeah, maybe him. But the majority, it's not their first album because that's not how rap is anymore. Because niggas put out so much music before 
the quote unquote official debut album comes out that it's by nature you are going to get better like look at little wayne he came out when he was 12 years old of course he's going to get better or but that's the thing though i'm also talking about how like the wayne elevation and the kanye elevation i've only really seen future and like but travis what? scott do that but that's the thing wayne elevation i don't look at it as that much of a crazy i do from drop it like it's hot from like kid. block is hot to a milli are you kidding me yeah, but that's a kid. It's 12 years old to like 25. He went from, he said it himself, I went from having to be forced to make New Orleans music to being able to do what I want as a rapidy rapper. When he's But even like, Kanye, though, Kanye got even, like, that's by, the by the time Kanye, um, Stronger you know came Kanye's, out, by the, time, but by the time Stronger came out, Kanye was on another level. Yeah, but he came in on another level. Do you remember how big college dropout and late registration was? A lot of people yeah, will tell you they got... didn't even know about the Grammys until they heard about Kanye. He was getting album of the year at the Grammys nominations every year. He came in as a media starling and a superstar because in the midst of gangster rap and Rockefeller G-Unit and all that, he was the happy rapper wearing polos. He came in with a great so that's album. That's what I'm saying. He, he came, came in with in a great album, but by the time Stronger came out is when he was a whole nother artist, like where he was like one of the biggest in the world. He came in as one of the best rappers, but when he, by the time Stronger came out, he was one of the biggest artists in the world. He was one of the biggest artists in the world when College Dropout no, came no, out. He no, he was. no, he wasn't. I remember going to London and they're playing albums no, he wasn't. on the radio. Wasn't. That's what I'm saying. I, I disagree. Was. I disagree. Just like Ross, by the time BMF came out, he got to another level. Yeah, when but that's DS2, different. When DS2 came out, Future was on, and like he was like the best rapper. Nah, it's different though. Like I said, they had to, like I said, Kanye came in with a classic album. They didn't. Kanye came in his first albums like Quadruple Platinum. Theirs isn't. They went gold. That's the difference. Kanye came in already as a superstar. That's why on his second album, Rolling Stone, they made the nigga Jesus. He was already the king of rap. So mm. by graduation, yeah, you can say he elevated another level because he had more pop singles, but he already had, like Gold Digger was already the number one song in the country. He already had a big song. audience with Jesus Walks, with Slow Jams. Like he already had massive hit songs. He did, he did. The difference is that Future and Rick Ross made Negro hits. Then eventually they made bigger songs that white people knew of Kanye already was a fucking media darling that's, yeah, that's the difference true. that's very true so that's why I don't look at it like most rappers you just get better it's natural progression it's like being confused why Michael Jordan was better at 28 than 22 I think it's just natural like the only rapper that you can say truly quote-unquote reinvented themselves you can say is two chains changing his name from titty boy to two chains and improving as an artist that helped him become a star but other than that i just look at it as just natural progression like bun b kind of reinvented himself who bun b yeah like about like 2005 when draped up came out i feel like he got bigger than ugk i mean he ever was because ugk was in jail mm-hmm but I feel I, I'm not to compare it to two chains, but well, that's the thing. To mind. It's like, I don't think Bun B reinvented himself. He just had to be a solo artist because his teammate was in jail. Yeah, he didn't he didn't reinvent himself, but he he got elevated, like he became bigger 
like then like his own group. But then it, it all matched and then up. The, then Penn UGK Chief got bigger and out. Then Penn yeah. State got out. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like I don't really look at it like, oh, this person became a new artist. Now nah, they just got better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's supposed to happen. If the music industry gives you time to develop, and if you have a label that gives you time to develop, if you don't, then yeah, you're out of there. But oh yeah, Jeezy, Jeezy's another person whose first album was the be- best. Yeah, but like I said, that's a 2000s nigga. That's why I said in the last 10 years, who is it? And then I was like, probably just Kendrick. That you say yeah. oh, Good Kid, Mad City's his best album. And then um, Gucci, to me, he elevated. Yeah, he got better as time went on. We first heard about him in 2005. And then four years later, he became the man of the year. So that, like, that's the same thing. Like I said, that's natural progression. If you have a talented artist and they keep working, they should get better if they put more time into their craft. So that's think, not out of the ordinary. Do you think Meek Mill or like Kid Cudi did that for them, for their careers? Oh, yeah. You can say Kid Cudi's another guy that peaked at his first album, but he's another 2000s guy. But you can say he, he also merged in the 2010s, of course. Meek Mill, I don't know about his album discography as much. I think people say Championships was his best album, and that wasn't his first album. So Meek did get better as time went on. But look at his biggest song is the intro from his first album. Is he ever mm-hmm. going to have a song bigger than that? Probably not. No, I don't think so. <laughs> So, yeah, hey, man, it's hard. But if the industry lets you get the time to properly develop, then you should have a good career. That's why the, the rap game today, it's not like how it was in the 80s and 90s where it was more competitive and brothers was out of here like by after three, four years. You can have a decade career now, relaxed, because the competition isn't as steep. And the labels ain't going to invest as much into certain artists because we like we say all the time, the game is so fragmented. It's harder to be a star now. It's oh, yeah. Chance, 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 first out, Chance first album was his best. Uh, Technically, his first album ended his career. Well, yeah, I was talking about Acid Rap, but yeah. That's not his first album. His first mixtape is 10 Day, then Acid Rap. So, you know, yeah, I wouldn't second know. Project. Yeah. And then the album that made him a big star is Coloring Book, the third project. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then he put out his album and then his career died. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, if see if Chance was smart, 10 Days, my debut album of uh, Acid Rap is my second album and Coloring Book is my third album. But he wanted to be a 2000s mixtape nigga so bad. He geeked his career. Look at the examples you gave Jamal in our group or uh, in our uh, text thread earlier. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Lil Wayne, the Carter one. Do you remember who produced the majority of that album? Manny. Yes. Gucci. Well, I'm not necessarily just saying that album, but starting at the Carter That's series. My, but look, look. The Carter it. series is when That's it started. My, yeah, you're right. You're right. But that's my point. He was able to develop naturally and evolve in his own way. But then he also had a great head coach and Manny Fresh to help guide him. 
The same thing with Zaytoven. We know how much Zaytoven and Gucci did together. Like that's what I think another thing that I like to say is that the great artists also have great producers. You need a team. That's why I said, I look at rappers now more like basketball players. We have to look at them how how they were able to maximize themselves through be the on a good team. Yeah, like that's why. Like for example, I'm sure you see it when like we've talked about it before with DJ Quick. <laughs> we'll talk about it again. But the reason why Dr. Dre is the man and Dr. Dre is better because some people feel like I was saying DJ Quick is better, but hey. I have to play Angel's Advocate. If I always agreed with Jamal, then we wouldn't be able to challenge our thoughts. But I agree with Jamal. DJ, uh, Dr. Dre is the man. But I look. I think a part of it is that because Dr. Dre always played on better teams <laughs> and was a better identifier of talent. Like, hey, it's not Dr. Dre's fault that his stepbrother is Warren G. That's a layup. <laughs> his step yeah, because that brings him Snoop and Nate Dogg. Exactly. And Daz. Exactly. Like that's a that's a cheat code. That's not but that's not a Dr. Dre's fault. That's just God, that's just the blessing of life. What they call luck. Luck is just opportunity meets timing, right? Dr. Dre was already doing his thing, and then he has a stepbrother who loves music and he's doing his thing. Not his fault that um he already knew Easy E and Exactly. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, Easy E was cool with Quick too. Like, Quick probably could have signed the Ruthless Records, but instead he signed a priority because you know back then you couldn't be a blood and sign to a Crips label. Like, should have because they have a song together. Yeah, they exactly like they did fuck with each other, and then you see eventually he starts getting real cool with Death Row, but he couldn't sign the Death Row. But mm -hmm. hey, but the reason why I bring that up is that I think some of these rappers maybe they don't develop as well because they don't have the right team of like producers you know like the crew with them yeah exactly and maybe like you said with all black you like all black you're a big fan of his i think he is a talented rapper like larry june they're both talented but do you think like i mentioned with larry you see he's making the connections cardo's already an established star as a producer to certain fans like you and I that are real knowledgeable. But then we see Cardo and Larry, they make great music together. You can't deny their chemistry. They're dope together. That's why I'm interested to see like, all right, boy, now you want to work with Alchemist? All right. <laughs> Wish you had other producers you come up with, but hey, that's the game. I get it. He's a talented guy. I might as well work with talented producers already established. And then, hey, we'll build our brand. Like you mentioned, Kendrick, whenever people talk about uh, Kendrick, they don't talk about the producers that TDE has that he built with, or Travis. That's one of his talents. He's a good curator of his sound, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Like A lot of these people that were able to develop and mature as artists, it was also because they had the right teams to help them develop. Uh, that's why Kanye was able to come in hot. I'm my own producer. That's why 50 came in smoking. Exactly. Aftermath production. You're right. Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. Yeah. And them, that's crazy. And then I'm getting beats Rakim didn't want and Nas didn't want and D12. Like, you boys are turning this down. Watch and, this. And Busta Rhymes probably because he was on Aftermath too. 
Was he there yet? I thought, well, maybe he came because I know Busta Rhymes, he's like one of the few people that was signed to Aftermath and his album did come out. <laughs> Shout out to Big Bang. That was a good album. Yeah, yeah. But um But yeah, that's yeah, I don't know. It is way more people who have elevated in some kind of way, but I just felt like and of course it's, this is how it's supposed to be. Everybody can't become one of the best rappers for the year, you know what I mean? So that's like obvious. Like Yeah, there's only one every year, you know. Yeah, like how Gucci and Future and Wayne and like you said, Kanye was already hot, even though he did get to know, like everybody can't he do did. that. Yeah, Kanye, you're right. By you're right. By graduation, that's peak popularity, Kanye West. No denying that. But like everybody can't do that. It's just not supposed to happen that way. Like yeah, way not everybody's supposed to be a mainstream darling. Like Big Sean, he's elevated his career, but he also could only get to a, he had a ceiling. But I think he had a ceiling because <laughs> He never truly got that much better. You know what I'm saying? Can you say that Pusha T reinvented himself or elevated himself? Um, Yeah, Pusha T. That's the thing, because his content is the same. The production, he still works with Pharrell, but he had added Kanye. He kind of is the same, but he has added to his style. He has gotten more, com not even complex, like more... Uh, you've mentioned it. His flow is slower. His style. Well, his last album, his flow was on point. But he's still the super villain of rap. I think like that's why I respect Nudie. Nudie, Pusha T, Future. I think they're like the 21. I think they're like the cool super villains of rap. Rest in peace, MF Doom. One of the greatest super villains in rap history. I think people like that, they're allowed to just, you know, quote unquote, make the same thing over and over again because they've established their character. That's what Pusha T said uh, Pharrell wanted him to do, like double down on that character. You're the Joker, bro. You're one of the super villains of rap. So start to be it, start to embrace it. So I think, yeah, he did change as an artist. Can you say that? I know Cardi definitely elevated himself, but do you think he could be in the super villain of rap thing or is he just a vampire? Cardi? So is or is he just a vampire, and that's why I want to put? Yeah, him. he's a vamp. He ain't. He's not a super villain. I don't yeah. get him like yeah, like, a, yeah, like Future is a super villain. Cardi's not really super. Can't really put super in his name, even though he's big. <laughs> is he's it too vamped out. He's too much in his little man cave. His little his lair. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing. Like I think out of the young kids, I don't know who is a NBA young boy is a super villain. Yeah, and he wants to be a good guy now. Yeah, that is true. Well, you don't like that? You watch yourself. <laughs> no, it's just that because he is a villain, but he's trying to not be a villain anymore. Yeah, he wants to be free. Who's the hottest? This is random. Who's the hottest young Atlanta artist? Uh, Probably Destroy Lonely. I-20 Son. True. So you wouldn't put Lil Baby in that? He's too like established? What? That nigga's old now. Is he? Is he cooked? <laughs> how these kids are? Is he cooked? Little baby's no. He's not cooked. He's just older. He's established. He's the he's the establishment. I think little baby. So who's besides I, Future? I, who's the number one Atlanta rapper? Huh? Besides Future, who's the number one Atlanta rapper? Uh, yeah, then it is little baby. Hmm. But if you say who's the hottest kid, then yeah, it's probably Destroy Lonely. 
and Hard Rock, the little homie I showed you the other day or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. With the Buddha and all that shit in the video. Yeah. Like, you see, they making different types of stuff now. And Oh, yeah, shout out Tony Snow. He's a big plug-and-B homie. I was listening to his tape a couple months ago, Plug Motivation. He's trying to bring the trap back. And speaking of bringing the trap back, I got to say rest in peace and salute. Fredo Santana, yesterday, February 28th, was the 10th anniversary of his Freddy Krueger, uh, the Fredo Krueger tape. And that's a hard tape. He was trapping hard on there. I always liked Fredo because out of all the Chicago drill rappers, he was the only one really talking about hustling and getting money. <laughs> I feel like him and Nudie could have wanted to kill. I feel like him and Nudie could have did some fun stuff. He would have had a lot of fun. He had fun with Kendrick. <laughs> he was a talented artist, man. He was a guy that didn't sacrifice his style or sound to try to accommodate the masses. That's what I do respect about the OG drill kids. They didn't care about making it <laughs> in the mainstream. They just wanted to do what they wanted for better or for worse. Yeah, except for Dirk. Dirk, you could tell one yeah, Dirk. To make it yeah, bad. yeah, exactly. And he because you know he was the first hot one, that's why. And they all passed him. Was L's anthem out before them? Kind of, if I can remember. He was the like the one that was getting all the attention, and then Chief Keith came out of nowhere and passed him. True. But Dirk was the one that they all looked at, like as like the rapper for real, like who kind of was the best. Like, he was the best one for real, like not to me, but like just in a city, he had the most buzz really. Word. And Chief Keef came and just took it you know, out. Yeah, took took over, and then Dirk took him like ten years to like get to a level he's at now. Yeah, and that's the thing. Even he worked though, hard. Yeah, he did, and that's the beauty of life. Even though Dirk is the more successful artist his influence and impact and creativity i don't think will ever touch chief keith <laughs> yeah chief keith's impact is crazy like is me being much of a chief keith fan as i am like i almost be thinking that they'd be like overrating his influence and shit like they give him I all saw, the credit I, saw my eyes. I remember when all these little kids was gbe i remember that i remember seeing Little homies coming home from school and everybody wants to glow up. Shout mm -hmm. out to uh, Young Gleesh for giving that to him, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Young Gleesh said, I'm the one that told Chief Keith to glow up. Maybe. Dang, just DC brothers giving away sauce again, not using it for themselves. Gleesh was with a lot of sauce people. It like was. he was with ASAP Mob. Gleesh, I would have to say Gleesh. Is is my favorite DC? Well, besides hey, Wale. no, no, that's mine. Hey, besides yeah. Wale, I would have to say Gleesh is my favorite one. Yeah, honestly, he has the most music that I like to. I would rather go back and listen to. Hey, 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 get out of there! And this is just a shame that he wasn't able to capitalize, and this is a shame that DC was dumb to like create friction amongst all of them. Like Shaq, Glizzy, Fat Trail, Gleesh. That was like the trinity right there. Yeah, that was that was that was their one chance to make it as a rap city. In like, the 2010s, they, their holy trinity, and then you and, have Wale in the mainstream. That was it, and they all had friction. Like <laughs> uh, that was just stupid. Like I just feel like the city should have appreciated Gleesh more. He could have. He was the one that really, in my opinion, could have took them out of there because Gucci was fucking with him. ASAP was fucking with him. Chief Keith was fucking like you know what I mean. Like the the rest of the country could have fucked with Gleesh, even though he was still a little 
um like kind of raw and eclectic in his style his style was kind of like out there a little bit too but he's the only one that had like big festival looks like kind of like Chuck Glizzy did too but Gleesh was like at festivals and shit a lot like he had fans all over the country but yeah yeah it's sorry (laughs) R.I.P. D.C. Rap man damn it's over yeah man you keep showing me Foogie Raw and what's that F. West nah man Hey man, Foggy Raw, people like him, man. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. So. DC has to, that's the best stuff that they can do is coffee shop rap. <laughs> that's what they're really good at. Like the street. But coffee shop rap is dead. I mean, we street all rappers know. haven't figured it out yet. We all they go to rap on piano beats. <laughs> they don't know how to make people, they don't know how to rap about hustling and having jewelry and shooting. They only rap about shooting. Like you have to rap about being fly, having jewelry. And shoot. You can't just rap about just shooting. Are you trying to say DC doesn't know how to talk about being fly? Don't they say they're a fashion capital in America? They don't know how to show that they're fly. The street ones don't, is what I'm saying. <laughs> the Foggy Raws in them do it, but not the street ones. Rico Nasty be fly. Like, she got a crazy style. Yeah. But, um, they be cooking him on the internet. <laughs> Nobody knows what kind of rapper he is. He just, he raps, man. He's just like a like a fucking food schnickens type rapper. I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> like most of rapped about comic books and stuff. He's just a 90s nigga that raps about rapping. <laughs> hey, God bless him and his family. You know, you know, he got a kid on the way, so maybe that'll help him change his content and get more mature and talk about deeper things, you know, fatherhood. But yeah, how do what do you expect for this year of rap? Do you think it's starting off slower than last year? I don't remember to be honest. <laughs> this we had Gunna. Oh no, this time last year, I was listening to Currency's project a lot with Alchemist Continuance. Had Currency Gunna. Face um, with Babyface Ray was out. Face oh, Gunna Currency and then Future and Pusha T came out the next few months. Yeah, that was like May. Yeah, next few months. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like this year is underwhelming compared to that. I don't know. This year, I really like Greedo's project. I like Nudie's project. Uh, what else? I gotta listen to Don Tolliver's project. Each joint was all right. I gotta finish Payroll's project. The People kids are think- saying that Yeet's better than uh Cardi now. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he actually works. He puts out stuff. So they just trying to do that to bully Cardi into working, you know, <laughs> for real, because bully Cardi into working because academics said, oh, Cardi said he's going to drop in the next 60 days. It's March now. It's the timeline has ended. But maybe, you know, that report about his domestic violence slowed down things. Who knows? And so, yeah, that's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> the rap game is geeked, man. Damn, feminine. Don't I have Playboy Cardi? Damn it. Feminine niggas beating up women, man. That's crazy. Allegedly. That's crazy. How you dress like a woman and beating up a woman? <laughs> I'm not saying pimps. that if you don't Ask dress pimps. like a woman that you shouldn't, but... Ask pimps, man. Isn't that wearing, history? Wearing makeup and... Be- that nigga had on makeup in his mugshot. I mean, hey, don't... He was modeling in his mugshot. Having French tip nails and beating up women? 
that's weird. That's weirdo stuff. It's as toxic as they say Future is. I haven't heard of a domestic problem with him before. I mean, yeah, he's toxic in other ways. Like Charleston White calls him an absentee father, which, you know, he has to be. Technically, look how hard he works. He can't be there for all. I don't know how many kids he has. I know he's basically a, an athlete, man, because a lot of athletes were absentee fathers. Exactly. And they're not the best dads either. And the people like Shannon Sharp, Jerry Rice, they talk about in their Hall of Fame speech how they weren't there for their kids and why they got divorced because, you know, they cared more about their craft than their family. So, yeah, just be, that don't make it good. <laughs> Niggas, there's a lot of absentee dads out here, but yeah. Salute to being a rich absentee dad, I guess. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, man. Next week, I want you to think about it. What are some unreleased albums that you wish came out but didn't and what could have changed? And then I want you to think about what would have happened if Big L didn't die and he really signed a Rockefeller? Is Rockefeller a dynasty? What is a oh. dynasty in rap? Rockefeller is not a dynasty. See, all right. So we no, gonna, I'll, I'll expound on that. Yeah, we're going to break it down in more next week. So. They are overrated as shit. <laughs> no state property did. I'll talk about it. I know state property did a thing. Oh, but, you're about to, yeah, you're about to act yeah, up. Take I'll it. get into it. Yeah, I don't want to hear that Rockefeller shit. <laughs> Only one person that like was doing stuff. They had other few. But, but I mentioned Kanye. That nigga don't count. Whoa, wait, we'll get there next week, but he's not even he's his own thing. He was never like Rockefeller to me. Whoa, look how he's saying it now. He had the chain. I'm the newest member of the Rockefeller team. Yeah, he was his above Rockefeller immediately. He wasn't oh. like no Rockefeller nigga. Like <laughs> uh man, well, you already know. You see Jamal's getting excited. That lets yeah. you know we're gonna have good conversations once again, like we always do. Y'all stay blessed. Jamal, what's your plans for the weekend? You uh, DJing anywhere else? Not this weekend. Um, This weekend, I really want to chill, but I might watch Creed 1 and 2 because i never seen them. And then I might oh, see Creed 3. Oh, true. Okay. I really want to see Cocaine Bear, though. You can watch both, right? I mean, you're a big timer. But yeah, I, I might go rock climbing this weekend. Oh, Okay. Forgot is where it's like at. Is there? Oh, true. Is it like in Maryland somewhere? Or? Yeah, it's like an indoor yeah. rock climbing. Um, where a friend sure. of mine wants to do more uh physical activity stuff because okay. she says I'm just a foodie and you know I'll be going all over the place finding new restaurants. And <laughs> That's tight though. Trying out new shit. That's what I like to do. I like to yeah, eat. Me too. Shit. I love eating good. Yeah, so I might I might go rock climbing, but I'm 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 but oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna be watching Bel Air and BMF word but um yeah creed it's gonna be a creed weekend for me i bet well we're gonna look forward to your tv and film reviews on top of you know the other stuff and yeah man we gotta finish this paper i don't know if you finished it but i know i have to because next week we gotta break down payroll ghost mode man and then don tolliver because that's your brother he put out the deluxe so we gotta talk about those albums as well I'm scared for payroll, man. I think it might be easy. I gotta listen to this new album, so it might be different, <laughs> but I think he's reaching his peak. That's what it seems like. He's rapping more uncleish. Hey man, it's all right. We have already had peak payroll. We- I'm gonna bump that joint tomorrow morning. But all right, man. Y'all stay blessed out there. We're gonna holler at y'all next week. Stay baggy, stay fresh, and keep it choppy. We out. Peace.